Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions you're too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is Q&A 14. No, it's not 14 because remember we didn't start it right at the beginning. I think we did. We did? That was, well, you asked. Bree, honestly, keep up. <laughs> no, there's no way we've done 14 Q&As. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. 140 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Oh are my you, god. Are you serious? Are you <laughs> yeah, are you can We've you believe? 140? Yeah. Right. I like how every single time it's genuine shock. Like it's, it's sometimes it's, it's a bit, and then it sometimes a it's joke. the can you believe? Like, and most of the time it's you literally having no idea what this podcast like, is. <laughs> I'm like, what have I been doing for yeah. the last two or three years? Wow. Oh, three almost three years then. Yeah. Probably three years because like we missed some weeks earlier on back it's, in the old days. Yeah, yeah. And during the panorama we missed. Yeah. So fuck. That's yeah. actually crazy. It is crazy. It's really weird because even when I'm recommending the podcast to people, like you're trying to plug it on TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, there's one part of me that thinks it's a benefit to say to people, like, almost 150 episodes. And, and then, then it's like, of what? And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, does anyone want to go listen to a no, It's getting to the point that it's a little scary. <laughs> it's like, I need to stop saying because I feel just like it's just say some episodes up now. <laughs> That's a good, just downplay. Just some. It. We need to start backtracking. There's a few. I am First full. few episodes <laughs> up now. <laughs> Not a lot of catching up to yeah. do. You know what? If people can watch like, 18 seasons of a show that just gets released on Netflix. Yeah. Then they can listen to 100. And we have had a lot of listeners, I will say, that comment, DM us, whatever it is, over on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and say, I just started listening. Yeah. And I'm already on episode 40. Or I just started listening two weeks ago. And it's embarrassing to say that I literally am on episode 72. I think so, podcasts just as a, um, a media form are a lot easier to take in driving, walking, yes. gymming. Like. Well, I know a lot of people, like, yeah, listen to it. Like, there was this one person that messaged that they do, like, construction labor work, and they just listen to it all day while they work. Oh, so if I'm you so have, sorry. like, an... <laughs> We if should you have... really be footing some like <laughs> therapy bills at this point. That should be our next giveaway. <laughs> like, can you imagine listening to us for eight hours? Oh my straight? god! Could you imagine like the aux cord getting pulled and like everybody like that blasting through the speakers <laughs> on a construction site? It's like, and my bussy was trembling. <laughs> Anal sex, but only yeah. in the fall. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. eat my ass in the summer. <laughs> Ah, oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, obviously, we have come a long way. This, you know, every Q&A, we just have to say an extra big thank you to all of you that listen. All of our gamers out there, we appreciate you. We love you. Seriously, it is so amazing to me that people listen. Yeah. And that people enjoy it. And it really... Like, as much as Sean and I joke around on the podcast, when we read your messages, that you get something out of it, whether it is you relate to us or it makes you feel more comfortable as a queer person, whatever it may be, or we're just bringing laughter to your day, it means so much to us. Yeah. Like, it's why we love doing it. I read a DM the other day that, like, was exactly that. Yeah. It just made me so happy. And it was basically, 
I felt that it just really chalked up to us having like nonsensical content as well. Yes. It was after one of our more insane episodes, mm-hmm. and they were basically saying that they uh, had a coming out that didn't go so well recently, right. and they, you know, were like not feeling so great, and that they just listened to one of our episodes and Aww. it gave them a laugh, and they said queer joy is so important and I was like that is such a great sentence and I'm glad that we are giving that to other people because there's no joy between you and I (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering how you were going to wrap this back yeah okay I'm glad some people are getting joy out of this (laughs) (laughs) no seriously that stuff like melts my fucking yeah what a sentence too like queer joy is so important is so so important so i love that thank you to anyone who dms us over on instagram we read them all we appreciate you thank you to everyone who shares this podcast on social media or with your friends thank you to everyone who has reviewed this podcast we so appreciate it five stars only otherwise we do not appreciate it <laughs> but back to the positive stuff. We also want to say thank you to our patrons who support this podcast. Um, and if you want to become a patron, you can go to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Click the link in the bio. There's merch there. Um, fun little gift for your friend or partner who might listen to this podcast. And also our Patreon link. Um, thank you to all of our patrons and a huge shout out to Aiden, Emily, Olivia, Liz, Kate, and Serena. Um, thank you for supporting I Can Explain. And also, we have such a cute little community going on there with like the Discord and bonus episodes. So make sure to check that out. Oh, Sean's pointing at me aggressively <laughs> because I put my phone down. Um, Brie was about to sign off. I was about to sign I was like, off. You I was have done. all the questions. <laughs> and then I remembered that this is this is an episode that I have to continue yes. to see. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Um, this is a Q and gay. So as always, we get all of our questions from Instagram in the story. We put just a little question box. We do the same thing for advice episodes, ask you to DM us. There so no advice there's, in this episode. Oh yeah. Do you like, do you like my, my thing? Yeah. I, I really put my foot down. You really did. So usually I ask for questions Yeah. and I get it because I'm a Sagittarius. All right. Okay. So. I like to talk about myself, which yeah. is why we're on episode 140. I think we're both, to a certain extent, egotistical yes. narcissists. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and That's so- my star sign. <laughs> egotistical narcissists. <Yeah. laughs> well, Aries, so like they're basically the same thing. <laughs> so I get it, right? Yeah. But we do. We Because for a certain amount of time, we had the issue where the advice was getting confused with the questions that were just silly and about us and the podcast, we created a new segment. Well, you asked. So surprised you knew the name. (laughs) I can see your lips starting Uh, to move to tell me the thing. That might be the first time I actually remember what it's called. I think so. Yeah. Um, So I was just trying to, explain guy okay so on the story i said ask us anything and then in brackets i said just not advice save that for advice episodes and my sister messaged me or no not my sister my friend messaged me and was like was like really pointed there like really (laughs) letting people know like laying down the law i'm like oh i didn't mean it to come off that way i read it as pointed too but i also meant it to come off that way because Absolutely no advice <laughs> will be given today. Absolutely not. No advice is given in the advice episodes either. That's so. true. Yeah, we're actually saving you. No bad advice will be given today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Sour beers or IPAs? Sours. See, I, mm, I used to really like a sour. I still like a sour, but I think in my in my old age, yeah. if you will, I'll give you that, um, it makes my stomach a little upset. It's too acidic. Yeah, I could literally also hear you about to shit your pants like three <laughs> minutes ago, and you looked at me and said, I had broccoli. So I am not shocked. Broccoli is hard to digest. I know, it's 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 part of that. Um, there's like a, a type of a food family. Isn't it good for you, though? Why is it hard? <laughs> no, because I believe, I could be wrong, somebody can let me know, um, I believe it's in like a similar vein to like kale and Brussels sprouts and those kinds of things, and they are in an umbrella of types of foods, and that type of food is hard for some people to digest. My sister and my mom can't have things like that very easily. And I'm a slut for kale. I'm so. just trying to be healthy over here, and it's like just bending me over. Well, there it's are broccoli. a thousand other things you could eat than broccoli. So I don't know, but I really like broccoli. Well. <laughs> I love broccoli. I buy the bags of broccoli, like the huge like, family-sized bags, and I could eat broccoli every day. I could only eat broccoli probably for a week, and I'd be happy. I love broccoli that much. I only like cooked broccoli. Yeah, I... I I steam it or whatever, okay. and then I just put some chili flakes on top and fucking throw that back. It's There's so good. There, one of my close friends, his mm. favorite meal in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said this before. <laughs> his favorite meal in the world, yeah, is like we always do. Like, oh, if you were gonna have a, a meal on death row, what would it be? What would it be? Yeah. His, I'm not kidding you, is steamed broccoli, and he steams it in the microwave on a plate under every single time, under a piece of saran wrap. And that is his favorite food in the world. I, I, I'm i honestly there with him. Like, that's really good. Nope. Gotta go. It's delicious. <laughs> um... So there you have it. Yeah. What our favorite beer Nailed is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like certain sours. I like more tarts, like a little tarty, a little fruity. I like, like a saison. I like yes, something. Love a saison. I just like if I'm gonna have a beer, beer, I'll just have like a fucking canned beer. Like I feel like if I'm out right. at a brewery, I just don't want like an IPA because they all kind of. I'm like yeah. Okay, this my is an IPA. one of my favorite beers though is the Steamworks flagship IPA. It's so good. So highly recommend if you're an IPA drinker. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, well, now I'm just curious, because you brought it up. What's your death row meal? Um, I think mine would be, like, ramen. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, a little I spice like ramen. Going out. Yeah. Going out spicy. Yeah. Okay. I'd probably pick something that, like, I wasn't worried about shitting my pants later. Because so it's like, I'm going to be toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, broccoli with a side of, like, raw oysters, because I love raw oysters. Disgusting. Maybe a seafood buffet. Scallops. Yeah, a little Seaspiracy part two of the remix. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> that one's a little too dark for me today. I'm going to skip over oh. some of these dark ones. <laughs> <laughs> some of these dark ones, the multiple dark ones that we have. <laughs> I mean, sometimes just having a podcast about a, being queer and the queer experience brings on dark things. Totally. You Which know? we will touch on in our next episode, Emotions. <laughs> We tried that last week, and as you saw, we skirted that yeah. real. <laughs> but that was my intention. Oh my god! Speaking of skirting, you know, we need to... I know. Okay, but you know, you know, you know, like when, when, like you skirt, skirt. Yeah, skirt, skirt. But you know how you go skirt. Yeah. Okay, Julia, my girlfriend, thought she made that up. Oh no! She went skirt, and I was like. I was like, she's like, do you know what that is? Like, I laughed. Do you know what that is? I'm like, like, like a car, like skirting. Like she did made the little, um, uh, what's it called? Driving wheel. Yeah. Uh, sa- steering like wheel? Steer- steering wheel. Thank you. Um, 
action with it, right? She went skirt. Well, she thinks like the yeah. the crepe situation. Like yeah, this all every single crepes. thing really plays to the same image of Julia. <laughs> <laughs> she is not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> so literally she was like, Yeah, like skirt. And she's like, How did you guess that? I'm like, what do you mean? That's like the universal you're sound. Like, have for you like, ever heard a rap song? For like skirt. Like you're just like you're trying to get around something. Like quick. Yeah. Like, ooh, dodged that. And she's like, oh my god, I thought I made that up. She mm. thought she made up skirt. She's really something. So yeah, she's she's a gem. Okay. Okay, this is a nice question. I'm a high school teacher. What are ways you wish you were supported from teachers? Hmm. I feel like, for the most part, I was supported from teachers. Right. Um, it's really the the classic trope of an art school, like an art teacher yeah. was my bestie. Right. Um, but my t- sister is a teacher, and my cousin is a teacher, and my cousin's partner is a teacher, wow. and my other cousin is a teacher, and his partner is also a teacher. What? And then my boyfriend's brother is a teacher, and his partner is a teacher. Oh my and god, teachers his, find And then you. his brother's partner is a teacher, but his brother isn't a teacher. Shut the fuck up. I'm not kidding. So okay, so um, you are so you and so my sister well started like a like a gay straight alliance. Oh my god, thing I love that! In her school, are you serious? That Dead is serious. so cool. And they sold, they made bracelets, and they sold bracelets, and they gave all of the proceeds to the Trevor Project. This what? Year. That yeah. is so amazing. And like, like the kids are so awesome. They had yeah. little shirts. They were oh, like, yeah. I love that. So I just think things like that, because um, I think it's a hard thing, especially in elementary and high school, there are a lot of people that aren't out, yeah. and a lot of people that don't even know that they're going to come out. It's like right. such a hard age of just a lot of people that don't know, and a lot of people that aren't comfortable coming out. Mm-hmm. So I think just being like visibly accepting, like yeah. my sister also has like the the progress pride flag up in her classroom, like things That's like that. Cool. Yeah, I love that, that. And having like a, it's not a gay straight alliance. She had a different name for it. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know what the new term for it is. Yeah. Um, having things like that, um, I think are a great way to like almost passively. Let people know that there's acceptance if they choose to come out or if they need somebody to talk to. Mm -hmm. Like, just having things like little visual cues and conversations that are happening in a positive sense. Yeah. I think that is a great, great way to do that. Absolutely. Like, honestly, how far it would have gone for me, and I know, like, this is probably way more common now, but, like, I, in my high school, there was, I never saw this once. Yeah. Um... The idea of, like, a teacher having even, like, a sticker up, like, in their classroom that was, like, the flag, just anywhere, like, on their desk or, like, on the corner of the... Do people still have, like, boards at the front? Whiteboards? Yeah, they do. Okay, like, things like (laughs) that would literally have just been, like, so validating for me. I would have just felt so safe. Yeah. I think for me, too, is, like, the teachers that I think back to that really made, like, such an impact on me, and I know teachers have so much to take on, so, like, I understand that it's very hard to, like, carve out time and energy and emotional energy to do all these other things that are not compensated for and everything, and you're literally, like, changing students' lives. Yeah, Yeah. it's an all-encompassing job that, like, doesn't get enough credit, and, like, teachers are fucking amazing, but... 
Um, I think like some of the teachers that were like so amazing for me were teachers who were not just looking at like this is what you're supposed to do, do it, get it done in the sense of like, I had a lot of like mental health struggles in high school and a lot of that was attributed to once like not knowing who I was, the stress of coming out, everything like that. Like I shut off a lot. I had like major anxiety and like panic attacks. And because I was so consumed about that, like I was very forgetful. I still am in a lot of ways, majorly due to my anxiety because my head's just always spinning. But that one. Yeah. But I would like, genuinely like forget like homework or like forget certain things and then I would get so anxious that my teacher was gonna get mad at me for it that I would literally like cry before class like panic like it was gonna be the end of the world that I forgot like a paper or like whatever and like I know that your job is to teach students and have like structure and you have to like move forward you can't give everyone a pass all the time but like for me like I think the effort was there and like teachers, there was a couple teachers in particular that I just remember like really like empathizing with the fact that like it wasn't going to be the end of the world if they gave me like an extra day. Yeah. And that made such a difference to me and I could tell that that was like that those people were safe. Like I remember in particular there was this one time that I forgot about it, um, forgot about a test and I had a full-fledged panic attack by my locker, um, which is why probably I still, like, a lot of people have high school fucking nightmares of forgetting tests. Yeah, absolutely. Where you're sitting outside of class, waiting for your class, and they're like, oh, did you study for the test? And you're like, what? And I think also because I was a perfectionist, I was, like, not... Some kids, I think, could be like, oh, whatever, I don't care if I fail or pass. Like, I would have full-fledged panic attacks because I wanted to do well. Yeah. And I remember just, like, running down the hall away from the class because I was like, oh, my God, I've got to get out of here. I hope my teacher didn't see me because if I get out of here fast enough, then I can, like, somehow say I was sick or, like, something and get out of this. Yeah. I also never fucking missed a class, like, skipped a class in high school. Like, I had perfect record. Like, this was, (laughs) like, wild. I was, like, running in the hall. And my teacher happened to be coming up the stairs yeah. towards me <laughs> and like saw me and literally just like pulled me aside and was like where are you going like are you okay and I was like no like freaking out and they were like oh my god it's all good go to the cafeteria just keep walking I'm gonna pretend I didn't see you and we're gonna redo the test next week you're good and like just that was like such like an olive branch for me yeah. like they could clearly tell that I was like like the world was crashing around me which I think as adults whether you're a teacher or not like looking back you see that those things are not the end of the world like one high school test or like yeah. paper or like but something when that like that. Is your world. but when that's your world it feels like there's so much pressure and you're told like oh your entire life is going to result based on the grades you get in high school and like kids learn differently so i mean like teachers know this they know this better than me yeah. but i just like to answer your question let I think, everyone skip <laughs> no yeah. let I the think, gay kids off with everything i think that the don't team... mark their tests don't I... give gay kids tests that's yes a, that's a great that is a good one no i think the teachers that just stood out to me were ones that like saw me as a person other than like like were willing to empathize with me being having a human experience yeah. opposed to just being a number. And again, I understand that for teachers, that's very hard. They have hundreds of students yes. and everything like that, but it's a special person that can be a teacher. Uh, uh, and I, let me tell you, 
I listed off the people that I knew that were yes. teachers. One I kept out of that list, me. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have it in me to be I a teacher. I don't have it in me either. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's a lot. And I also... They, not that money's everything, but teachers should be. I'm also way stupid more money. and have nothing to teach. So there's that one. <laughs> Imagine us trying to teach. We're like, um, math. <laughs> Opposite of inspirational. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, this is so funny. Someone said, How to tell when it's time to end a relationship, even when you don't want to. And then they reposted it in Cat's Road. I didn't read properly. I'm sorry. Disregard. Oh, that's advice not happening. Advice. I mean, we kind of just gave teacher advice, so. No, we can totally answer this. How to tell when it's time to end a relationship, even when you don't want to. I mean, I think. If you're writing into this podcast, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we need like a soundbite that we just play. Yeah. Every time there's some sort of advice that like if you're asking this question, you already know the answer. And I think that's it. Also, we've said this before specifically about this question. Mm-hmm. Very similar wording. It's yeah. the same thing if you're typing up do yeah. I like my partner? How do I yeah. how do I get out of a relationship? If this is your Google search tab, it's time. It's time. Yeah. Just end it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Single for the summer, baby. We just like Disney Disney storylined this person. The answer was always inside of you. That's how all Disney... It's literally yeah. true, though. <laughs> yeah. Why do you... Like, people pay therapists so much money to go and find out what they already know. Yeah. And that's why it's important to go to therapy, because you need, you need that a lot of the time. Absolutely. Like, you just need an outlet to talk. But, like, I have never had a therapy session where my therapist, if I'm being honest, has ever said to me, like this is what you need to do. Because therapists don't do that. They're not like, oh, you need to break up with this person. Oh, you no, need to take this job or quit this job. I've never had that. I have had some therapy uh, sessions that something was unlocked, though, and I'm like, oh, Oh, fuck absolutely. Me. <laughs> and that's true, that's true, that's true, that's yeah. true. But, like, meaning, like, when it they don't tell you what decision no, to make, they're not, they, they lead don't you. give advice. <laughs> you can teach a horse... Wait, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Yeah. Therapists are leading us to the water that we have to decide can, to drink. You can ride a horse to the water, but mm-hmm. it can't drive the boat, you know? Yeah. That's what they say. And I think that's really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's yeah, beautiful, too. I think it <laughs> you can ask a horse to water ski, but the skis won't fit. Yeah. And I think that's really important <laughs> to keep in mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god. Oh my god. You can buy a horse for a suit. But it's already an animal. And you know, these are just really important life lessons. Okay. I'm sorry. To everyone listening. Break up with your partner. Yeah. Anyways. Um, buy a horse. Buy a horse and break up with your partner. Yeah. Ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Save a horse from your partner. I need this dead. I need it dead. Someone said, why is Bree so ancient? So that's only sweet whatever vampire curse has kept her alive this long can answer that question okay but vampires honestly are the ultimate combat to ageism because vampires are hot and they're like 300 years old yeah they don't look 300 that's it's not ageism because they don't (laughs) yeah oh yeah 
So actually, vampires are, are maybe... the main attributor to <laughs> So we need to cancel vampires. We, they're canceled. Okay. Vampires are canceled. canceled. Next question. <laughs> Glad we answered yes, that. Yes, yes, okay. Yes, very <laughs> Would you do an episode with your significant others? Um. Uh, no. You wouldn't. Well. Maybe. You know what the thing is? I a thousand percent would. Yeah. I just don't know if Julia, like, if I could drag her into this closet. That's, it's nothing about my boyfriend. I love him dearly. It's more like, it's so chaotic in here Mm -hmm. and so small. And, like, it's, like, it's our thing that I almost don't want to drag them through. Right. (laughs) See, for me, it's more like, I think that we underestimate as people podcast co-hosts how open we are like i think that we are so used to chatting with each other this is a comfortable space the two of us we're comfortable with each other yeah we're comfortable with our listeners we know our listeners are supportive and wonderful and like obviously there's a learning curve to it i'm sure if we went back to our first few episodes we would sound stressed as fuck in comparison (laughs) and it's just like I think that once you're so used to it, like for us, it's just like normal now. Not saying we're good at it. No, normally But we're not stressed about being so bad is what I'm getting at. Whereas like, I feel like I underestimate like a lot of people, you put a mic in front of them and it's like, Julia has such a personality, but I don't know if she'd want to like, like we'd ask a question and she might be like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well now this is awkward. We're like show us your butthole. She's <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about that. We're like, wow, boring. <laughs> no, no more guests again. <laughs> no guests. They didn't show us a single butthole. And that is not worth it for, no. for the patrons. Just show us your exactly. butthole. Like seriously. It's not that hard. We've already shown ours to the patrons. Exactly. No promises if that photo is still up there, but yeah. you can become a patron <laughs> at patreon.com slash I can explain. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think I would. Oh, <laughs> I think I would, but I think it would have to be something like not talking about our relationships. Maybe like they could talk about us and like how we are in relationships, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable like Julia sitting next to me and me like maybe potentially putting things out about her that she's not like wanting me to talk about. It also, I feel like with two people gets like very like marriage counsel-y. I think, yeah. you know, like, I feel like it's like, it's like all of a sudden we're talking about like our fucking marital problems. Yeah. Could we do it? Cause I have seen people request this. Could we do it where, um, we do like a Q and a episode, but it's more like, uh, like the light stuff. Probably. Like, where, like, we do, like, on the 150th special version, something like that, we do it and we have them, and we, like, like, answer questions, speed round kind of questions, like, I'm sure there's uh, ways we We could make it, make it, and everyone listening is like, and that sounds boring as fuck, because if they're coming here, they better show us their assholes. True. Gotta give the people what they want. We'll talk to them. Okay. Um... The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. 
Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Are there any topics you are hesitant to talk about with each other? No. No. I think the only things, and we've said this before, Mm -hmm. the only things that we ever want to stray away from are something that we can't personally have a valid opinion on. Like, I'm never going to say, this is being a queer person of color, or this is, like, a struggle with racism. Yeah. Like, things that I don't have a valid opinion on things like that are quite literally I think the only topics that Mm. there are people that have valuable uh, articulate great opinions and Mm. stories on some topics that I don't (laughs) and will never and should never so besides that stupid topics I don't think there's anything that we wouldn't talk about yeah I completely agree yeah yeah I think there's a lot of topics that we even get like requests for and like my answer to a lot of those people like when I get dms or whatever is like here's a podcast with hosts that like have experience and you might be able to relate to about those topics and talk about those topics because it's like we just can't talk about them. we don't yeah. we don't know anything. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. <laughs> um, but otherwise, like personal topics and personal experiences, no. I think that there's certain things that I wouldn't talk about on the podcast. But it, it would be honestly hard for me to find that line. Like that line's far. Yeah. At this point, like it's like it's a it's quite we, we've cast a wide net. Like it's it's very far. But I mean, I'm like. There's, there's, there's some things. I mean, I'm not going to dive into like, for example, since relationships were just brought up, like, I'm not going to sit here and like, be like, Hey, Julia and I got in an argument yesterday and here is the specifics of that argument. Like I would say, Oh, we're arguing right now because couples argue, but I wouldn't be like, and this is what she said to me. And this is what I said. Like, there's a certain privacy thing. I think anything that like relates to other people, I like to more focus it on my experience opposed to like talking to in depth about it. Absolutely. I would say that kind of ties into my point as well. Anything that expands past our (laughs) experiences or our opinions, that's usually where they draw the line. But you could literally come up to me like, I want to talk entirely about your dead cat from your childhood and i'd be like okay (laughs) (laughs) i would actually be impressed that you had thought of a topic for once so i probably would say yes you'd be like okay yeah i'm like yeah snowball she she rubs some brain cells together for this one let's let's give it snowball your dead cat yeah (laughs) no it's not oh my god i thought you meant like snowball like go off snowball my dead cat oh i'm so sorry yeah queer icon <laughs> All right. Well, looking forward to yeah. a future Master snowball the death episode. Drop. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite color stripe of the pride flag? I hate all of them. I don't like color. <laughs> I don't think it's what's your favorite color. I would assume it has to do. Oh, with the because the meaning. meaning? The oh, I don't know the meanings of the colors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, you think I could rattle them off? We like, did an episode about them, but that was a while ago. We did. Yeah. Yeah, but we probably had it up on Google, or we just listed it off. Let's be real. Yeah. We didn't memorize the colors. I will say, in the, the progress order. flag, I do think they have. The, I love the those, progress flag. I yeah, like I love um, the color of the trans. Yeah. flag i think is like lovely those color like that pink is probably my favorite color on all of that right um the black color like i just love the black yeah. <laughs> so if we're talking specific colors probably the pink <laughs> right okay i like that for you because the original the the lacking 
pride flag. Yeah. I'm not like a red. I'm not an orange. I'm not a yellow. I'm not a green. I'm not a blue. Mm-hmm. I'm not a purple. And they weren't like good versions of those colors either. Too strong. Too strong. Yeah. Okay. I like a muted, a more muted color or a vibrant color that's rich. And I, so my boyfriend is colorblind, so I constantly have to explain to him <laughs> like, so "Oh, that's a bad yellow. It's not rich." And he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, the richness of colors yeah. with Sean. Like but it needs to have depth if it's vibrant. That's like what I like. I also don't know what that means, but go off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, what's your love language and your partner's love language? Okay, my mm-hmm. love language yeah. is um, acts of service. Okay. And my partner's, I believe, is quality time. Okay. It's not gift giving. It's not touch. I think it's quality time. Okay. We did talk about this not so long ago, but I forget. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> def- just toss that right over. Yeah. Right <laughs> um, mine is words of affirmation. Okay. I love when. Oh, that. Might... I I love when someone tells me that I'm doing a good job. Yeah. I love when like like. One of the sexiest things to me is when you're, like, out for dinner with your partner and, like, other people. And they say, I'll pay. And they... No. No? No. (laughs) Just me? (laughs) (laughs) No. When they're like, oh, my gosh, you guys should ask Brie about what she's doing. She did so good at this. Oh, yeah. Like, when people... Like, when your partner, like, hypes you up or, like, says you do good or, like, proclaim it. Or if you say, like, oh, I just started this, like new venture or job or something and your partner's like oh my god she's being modest like she like she beat out like 18 people in the interview yeah that specifically hasn't happened to me that's a fantasy in my mind yeah um i know you wouldn't beat out 18 yeah. people in an interview <laughs> <laughs> but like i love that or even like personal check-ins like oh my gosh like you did so good today or you look so sexy today like i love that yeah um julia's i actually just asked her the other week and she said all of them she said all of them <laughs> which i i i said that is girl boss energy and i was like i know people potentially like all of them but like if you had to choose what's your favorite she goes all of them (laughs) she was like just and then her exact words to me were just do them all listen she knows what she wants and she's gonna get it gotta respect the hustle in my opinion if i was if i was going to give her one because i think she just doesn't care like when i was asking her that question she was like i literally don't care um based on my perception of what gets the most like happiness from her and what she seems to not care about. Yeah. I think quality time is huge for her. Yes. Um, which is tough in our relationship because I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. And she, or if quality. Was, or, <laughs> <laughs> if it was up to her, we would be like hanging out all day, every yes. day. Um, and then also physical touch. Like yeah, you she loves to cuddle touchy. and we're very like cuddly and she loves it. So that's the vibe there. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. I'm trying to answer new ones because there's a lot of obviously repeats. Like, you can go listen to the other Q and A's for like how we met. Yeah, first impressions yeah. of each other, those things. Not good. <sighs> yeah, <it> was terrible. <laughs> okay. Um, how has your friendship changed, evolved, slash, since starting the podcast? Oh. Um. I think we just, like, know so much more about each other. Yeah, I feel like we were good friends yeah. when we started, but yeah. now we're best friends. Totally. 
And now I know too much about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I remember the first time we recorded, you came over to our place, right? Yeah. And um, this before we figured out the audio, aka the audio setup is just being surrounded by Sean's clothes yeah. in a closet. Um, but, well, yeah, when we used to record, I remember when you were first coming over and being like, obviously you were like a good friend of mine, but I was like, oh my God, like, how's this going to go? Like, what are we going to talk about? Like, yeah. I don't know. I remember being very like, because you also before then hadn't really created content online. So I was like, I don't know what Sean's comfortable talking about. Can I pry at him for questions? Yeah, because Pry you did. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, you know, like in person talking to someone yeah. just as a friend at a bar, like hanging out is very different than potentially with a mic. Like, I didn't know what the zone was. I didn't know. Like, I remember just like kind of, feeling like, okay, I'll just learn as I go because I also feel like as much as you were a good friend, I didn't, like, know how to properly ask those questions. Like, I wasn't at that comfort level yet to be like, hey, do you want to talk about your butthole today? And I'm like, yeah, oh, we're not? not. I I just assumed. (laughs) thought that was every episode. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think just, like, the comfortability. Yeah. And the, also, just, I think it's a very unique thing for a friendship in that, and we've talked about this before, I would say it would be hard to find two friends that have had the conversations we have had because the way that most human relationships go is you do have deeper friends and you have more surface level friends. Both are great for different reasons. Yeah. But like hardly anyone I would say spends 140 hours sitting and talking about deep stuff sometimes it's light yeah but it's also like we've talked about you know therapy and mental health and family and coming out and different love found and different love lost like i mean in the time we've recorded you've gone through breakups you you've met new partners like there's all the these shade. things that we've- <laughs> you've gone through countless partners i've lost track and it's been really trying to keep track of their names and then you've had more breakups <laughs> no but like i just think like the way that we're speaking about it when certain life things happen or things are going on in the world it's so focused because we know, okay, we're going to sit here for 45 minutes and we're going to talk about this. Yeah. Whereas like with friends, even if you're open enough to talk about certain things in life, it might be more passing or like still more surface level. Yeah. And I feel like you never, with most of my friends, you never stick to an individual topic for yes. long enough to like get, not like there are any important facts that come out of these conversations most no, of the time. But yeah. but yeah. In order to dig like deeper to like a more <laughs> philosophical level. Oh yeah, very, very philosophical. philosophical. Yes. Like bringing a horse to water skis. Yeah, as you said so earlier. I would say our, our relationship has definitely gotten incredibly philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. This is like our last one, so you better fucking pick a one. Oh my god, there's so many. Okay, bonus episode will be up on Patreon next week uh, with, like, fucking 800 more questions. Um, We might have to do two bonus episodes, honestly. No pressure. Oh my god. Pick something light. I'm trying, but they're all... (laughs) All... Okay, most gay musical instrument. Oh. Okay, I have something really embarrassing to admit. Okay. Not as bad as the New Zealand 
faux pas. Okay. Um, but the other day, <laughs> I <laughs> I was sitting. Oh no, Laura, my roommate was sitting at the kitchen table, and I was like cutting something in the kitchen. Yeah. And she was listening to some song, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, it's like the." the tuba or something yeah like it sounds like this and she was imitating it and i turned to her and i was like i don't even know what that is and she thought it it wasn't a tuba it was like what are the other ones there's like a clarinet like like, the other horns yeah a trumpet maybe okay i don't know know she was like oh it's like a trumpet and i was like i don't know what that is like i know what these are okay. but i don't know which one's which or what noise it makes like if i were to show you a picture pictures of them you can put the names to the photos no what like i don't know what like like a, what the fuck is a trombone <laughs> i know it's like, like the big one with the big opening at the bottom it goes like down i thought that was a tuba no i'm pr- no i'm pretty sure a trombone Oh, my oh, God. Who doesn't no. know? I know what a flute is. Okay, I know what a piano is. I know a guitar. Trombone. <laughs> Trombone. Yeah, okay, no. You, no, okay. The trombone is the one that you go... I thought that was a trumpet. That is also, I think, a trumpet. <laughs> I think it's, well, it's probably like how there's like... Look who doesn't know the brass instruments <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, trumpet's a smaller version. Oh. And a tuba, as I was saying, is the, is like a, like a, this, look. See, it like goes down your body. See? Oh. Like it's like a big, okay. big Um, I don't think daddy. any of those are gay. I think the gayest instrument is, um, uh, xylophone, but specifically like the really small ones from, um, like elementary high school. Okay. Um, cause you know, when you would do xylophones, do you do xylophones? Uh, yeah. This yeah. is, is going to bring ding, back ding, a full, ding. yep, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was like all the different sizes oh, and you always yes. chose yours yes. and then you would sit in rows. Yes. If yes, other yes, people yes. didn't do xylophones as like a musical no, chapter, this, yeah. this is not going to mean anything to you. Yeah. And so like the first row was like the tiny ones and they were metal Okay. And the yeah, yeah, no, I only exactly. people that were playing those were the popular girls. And now that I look at it, the closeted kids. Uh, yeah, those were the ones that everyone And I was it. playing them because I was a popular girl. Uh, right, obviously. So, yeah. I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, popular. that's personally what I assume is the... But well, that's my choice for gay. I mean, I feel like for women, I feel like the bass is very gay. Oh, you went, yeah, you went different, yeah. You know? But I feel like for gay men, I played what I would say is a stereotypical gay male instrument, if I were to guess who should be playing it. Okay. Um, and... I say stereotypical strongly. Right. Um, like, I'm thinking, like... Like, on, honestly, I feel like every twink should have played this at some point. No. Oh. So, I, I... You've heard of a violin, right? Yeah. Tiny violin. Have you heard... Have you heard of a viola? Yeah, it is a tiny violin. Tiny violin. Yeah. That's what I played. Okay. And I literally... The only reason is because now, thinking back, a gay came into my classroom... Yeah. In, like, grade two. Okay. He did this whole viola extravaganza, and he was, like, a college-age student, and he came in, and he what they were trying to do is they were trying to, because all the kids wanted to do, like, drums yeah. and, like, 
you know, whatever, the guitar and all this shit. So they're really trying to push the strings, okay? Right. So he was there on a mission of string appreciation, and boy, did he sell it. He came in, and he had a fucking viola going, and he was jumping from the desks, like, desk to desk, doing a viola thing. And I remember, in grade two, looking up at this man doing this and thinking this was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Like, the showmanship. Wow. So I was, I was fucking sold. Okay. I was hook, line, and sinker. So... And I think only a gay man could have convinced me that sure. strongly to get that viola. So I went home immediately and said to my mom, I, I gotta get on this viola train. Like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. I took a year of viola lessons. I was awful, and my mom forced me to stop. She was like, you are Listen, terrible. You gotta crush dreams where you can. Yeah, and she was like, you're getting... You're not getting better. She's like, even if you're getting better, but she, like... She's told me in later years, she's like, there was no increase of ability yeah. over a year. And you, I practiced You weren't a twink. That's what I, got you. Yeah. It was my, it was my, um, thick hands that couldn't control. <laughs> Meaty paws. paws yeah. That couldn't take on the daintiness of the viola. Yeah. So yours is, that's your choice? That's my choice. I, I will say I'm tied between a flute. I feel like a flute is classically gay. Right. I think some honorable mentions would definitely be the triangle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just the very, like, go ahead, girl, give us nothing. Like, just add a little ba-ching to everything. I think that's right. very... yes, yeah. Um, and then I think another one, which might be controversial because of the clear Western ties uh-huh, to it. Yeah. But I think the cowbell okay, is pretty I think, gay. I think the cowbell is specifically queer. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The I cowbell's th- bi, for sure. Is, is, see, I'm more of a... I'm thinking the triangle's bi. The oh. cowbell's queer. Okay. Like, non-conforming. Yeah. Like, you just showed up with the cowbell. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. And I think that the gays are on the violas, yeah. and the lesbians are on the bass. Well, the, the, the butch lesbians are on the bass, and then mm. uh, the femmes are on the tiny xylophones. Yes. And it's the worst orchestra of all time. <laughs> and everybody has no musical talent. <laughs> All right. On that note, thank you so much for 140 episodes of whatever the fuck this shit is. And um, wherever you're listening, we really appreciate it if you subscribe, follow us, rate us five stars only. And also, we would really, really appreciate it if you follow us over on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Click the link in the bio, buy some merch, become a patron, join us on the Discord. And until next time, we will see see you around around the the gay gay road with a triangle. (laughs) (laughs) Ding!